<laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Sam Elliott 64. Welcome to the Robocast. I'm joined alongside. And no one three two. And as ever, we have our two guests for the week. Guest number one, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Shane, and I'm the driver of Mega Mouse. And guest number two. Hi, I'm Dave. I'm the team captain and driver of Apollo. Welcome to Dude. both of you. Um, Thank you very much. First of all, I have to come to you, Dave. Series eight champions. It's it's yeah. kind of it's kind of um, weird because not many people know that you were on the original run of the show, weren't you? Uh, yeah, twice actually. Really? Uh, we've been Rebel Wars Extreme Series two, and we were in Series seven as well. You were in Series seven as well. Oh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that. Um, but um, yeah, how does I mean? How does winning a title feel? I mean, how does how did that even? Did you expect to win it at all? At any no, point? No, or? we we were uh, kind of we thought we were there to make up numbers, really. Um, and I remember it was just unbelievable. I remember texting my brother the next day because there was the rap party at night, and I was like, I just had this really weird dream, um, like yesterday that we'd won Robot Wars and spent the night doing the Macarena with Dara O'Brien. And he's like, No, that's good. <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> and that actually happened. <laughs> that actually happened. Oh so, dear! Great times. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Anyway, enough about series eight. We must discuss this. This. No, no, no. Let's talk about series eight. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> fond memories, or you know. Um, anyway, we have to discuss uh, Dave's downfall shortly. But um, I, I, well, let's 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 start with Apollo in the in your in your melee. I mean, you you dominated this one. Did did you expect? But I have to ask, were you cacking yourself slightly thinking you might go out in round one? Yeah, 100%. That's all. <laughs> Every robot wants to get through that first round because then at least then you're guaranteed another at least three fights. If there is any problems, you can iron them out. You can afford to lose a fight then. But you need to get through that first fight. And we knew that we're going to be a target. Everyone's going to go straight for Apollo, try and get out the reigning champions. It's, it's what I'd do if I was in their position. It's what everybody does. So we knew we were going to be a target and everybody would want to attack us and want a piece of us. So, yeah, we, we thought we'd... I think the biggest challenge at first was Rusty, the big flipper. Um, you went, no you went, straight, you went straight for Rusty, didn't you? you? Like, you were absolutely on its case from the start. Well, I had no idea how... I, I hadn't even seen it in the pits because I don't. we weren't actually even meant to fight Rusty. We were meant to fight somebody else. Yeah. I think we were meant to fight... Um, I call him Scratch and Sniff. We actually called him Scratch and <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that, that privilege was given to Shane eventually, you know. <laughs> we actually did an interview with Angela, called them Scratch and Sniff, and she kept calling them Scratch and Sniff as well. But we all got <laughs> we, I think we meant to have them, and we were literally in the arena, and then Rusty appeared. I was like, "What's that?" Kind of <laughs> um, so I was like, "I've got no idea if it's going to like be incredible." I didn't really know anything about it, so I thought I'd just give it a nudge and a flip at first, and it kind of disintegrated. <laughs> it did. It did rather. I mean, it was in this first round. You, you were you dominated really pretty much everyone, didn't you? Did you did you, fa- did you fancy uh fancy your chances of, of like going a bit further after that? Or, like after thinking, oh yeah, this is gonna be easy. You know, round one, job done. Or was no. was, was was the thought of the big black and green thing in the back of your mind? Yeah, the big body carbide. We always knew it was in the same heat when we found out we were. Uh, after I, I have to ask about that. Like I, I knew. A little bit about that you were going to be in the same people as I arrived, but like, what, like, what did you think of that? Did you think that was a bit, a bit mm, not happy with that one, or, or was it just a, a you know? I, it's, it's a weird it's one. Hurdle. I can see both sides of the coin. I can see why they've done it, and I guess it's kind of worked. It's drawn up a lot of hype, and everyone was looking forward to it. It was the big thing um, that they've kind of built all the way up to at the end of the series. Um, but then 
the, the idea is obviously they don't want us and a uh, carbide to fight each other in the grand finals and again they don't want to repeat the same thing so knock one of them out early on that's that's their idea but we were actually meant to be heat a we filmed as yeah. heat a did all the interviews saying we we're in the first heat and stuff like that um but then we found out only a few weeks before it was going to go on tv that they went right we're going to push you back to heat five now yeah so i can understand why they did it um i'd rather have not fought carbide because uh, <laughs> it might be a different story but yeah Shane, as, as as a competitor, Shane of of Apollo, I mean, how how highly do you rate it? I mean, ignore the fact that Dave's here. Um, like, how how highly do you rate Apollo as like an opponent? Remember, my brother employs you, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> Apollo is a it's a fantastic built robot. Yeah. The driver is a bit bit rubbish, but uh... <laughs> yeah, well, it's got a massive flipper on it. As soon as you get on that flipper, you know you're probably going to end up out of the arena. Um, so you have to plan to stay off it, but it's such a good robot. It's, yeah. it's uh, hard hard to beat, but it, it is beatable. As well, as, as we've seen. I mean, Anderson, anything to add to uh, Apollo for the first round, at least? It's a chronic wannabe. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I, I, I do I do like Apollo a lot. I don't, I don't really, can't really say much that nobody else has said, really. Um, really entertaining to watch. Um, dominated its first round melee, fair play, good driving. Yeah, nothing really else. I have to say, like you, you, the pair of you, you, you and Mark, like you, you, it, it seemed like you didn't really want to take this very seriously. Was that? I mean, you know, that's kind of been our approach from day one, really, because yeah. uh, our backgrounds being entertainers, we thought let's just have a laugh. We're without sounding disrespectful to any of the teams, we're slightly different to the other teams. We're a bit more outgoing and a bit more flamboyant and a bit more. Camp and cheesy, really, as some folks. <laughs> um, but we're there just to have a good time and have a good laugh, really, and put on a, put on a good show, be entertaining. Because although it's about robots fighting each other, it's an entertainment yes. TV show, so it's got to be entertaining. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, uh, we'll move on from Apollo. We'll go to. Uh, shall we go to Miss Nightshade? I I I love the look of Miss Nightshade. It, it's so different to everything else out there, but. Sadly, you know they had a lot of problems coming into the arena. You may have noticed at the start had had one arm flopping around doing nothing really, but they they had a lot of problems coming into the arena. Yeah, um, when they were powering up, they were powering up Miss Nightshade on the same side as um, Apollo, and they were having. It took them about twenty minutes to get it turned on because they weren't too sure how to get it going in the end. Um, and they it it was driven by uh, wheelchair motors. Mm. And with wheelchair motors, you don't want to push them. You don't want to be pushing the load of the robot. So every time they moved it around, they were lifting it up and down. And when it comes to doing all the little intros with all the jets going off behind you, somebody in the crew had pushed it to the other side of the arena and then pushed it back to the door. Uh... Uh, in doing that, had broken one of their gearboxes. So when, once they put their link in, all that we could hear was from this gearbox. And we're like, ah. And they just went, oh, uh, ah, forget it. We'll just put it in as it is. So... We had to then physically push the robot over to their starting spot. So they were never going to go far from there onwards, really. It's a shame because, it, it, as I said, it's, it's so different to everything else that's ever come before and probably ever will again. I mean, Shane, how do you, what about you? you know, do, you, do you like the look of Miss Nightshade or, just, or, uh, or something like that? Such? Yeah, it, it looked like it could have done quite well, if obviously, if it didn't have the drive issues. Um, but... It was a robot made by T 
two two girls so it's uh showing that women actually can build robots as well it's really yeah diverse in the sport so it, it should have w- wished it kind of did better than it did but um hopefully we'll see him back in further series to come yeah i mean I, you know i think there's certainly scope there for improvement in terms of you know what Miss Nightshade could could produce in the future, but I mean you know it's for a first attempt. I mean you have to say it's pretty pretty interesting stuff. Uh, Anderson, anything? To oh add? yeah. Oh, just um, yeah. Well, again, what these guys have said, well engineered. Uh, shame that it didn't work properly uh, in the arena. Um, hope that they uh, improve and come back again because the team were also really likable as well. Yes. They, uh, they, they they didn't care what happened. They 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 outright admit they didn't even tested the damn thing. They just wanted to throw it in there and then even when they knew the robot wasn't working they said throw it in there just let it be scrapped basically for the for the you know the vipers or whatever you want to call it you know so it was um you know it, it was a fair play to them and again i hope they come back because uh we need we need more teams like that yeah absolutely so, yeah. absolutely um awesome. we'll, we'll move on from this night so we'll go to uh dave's other play thing in this in, well they were all his play <laughs> thing really we'll go to we'll go to rusty um which is obviously it was rusty it fell apart <laughs> i mean I, it, for those that don't know, all two of you, this robot originally was called Seros. It was the um, it was it was, you know, the the follow-on from the one from Series Seven, I think. And um, it's, I don't think anything's been changed on it. I think it's just literally come straight. You know, it's, it's about, you know, I don't know how old it is now, but it it looked it, it looked its, its age, I think, in this fight. <laughs> I think you know the the advancements from a Seros, which was which was a, obviously a very good flipper to Apollo. Now it, it, that was kind of shown in in this melee. A fun fact there, then. I never realised that. Um, Did you not? Years and years ago, um, the guy who built Seros, the one in Series 7 anyway, if it's mm. the same chap, I'm not too sure, um, used to live near me when I was growing up. And huh. he lived in the next village, and I was meant to be on his team. But we never actually met face-to-face. So I could have been on that team. There you go. That's... <laughs> the wiki is just going to go absolutely oh. mental about this. You know that, don't you? I know. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to go absolutely crazy. Um, Anderson, anything, anything for you to add to, to Rusty? I mean, again, it didn't really get a chance to get going, did it? No, no. Um, I don't want to sound too harsh, but I, I don't think it was very well put together because, like I said, it literally fell apart. I mean, it, it charged at Apollo, got tried to get underneath it, and its bucket sort of bent off a little it bit. It flew off. It, it flipped, and then yeah. the, the, the bucket went one flying, flip, didn't it? One, yeah, one flip, like the bucket goes flying. Next up, its back panel comes off, and then it just sort of... Uh, sort of. I mean, it, fair play to it. It was like still moving in the end after it got rewrited, but it was a bit too out for too long. So fair play for a reliability standpoint. But structurally, it could have been a lot better. But... Um, yeah. You know, at the end of the day, I kind of had my inkling that it was going to go up because obviously that's the thing when you look at robots. I mean, this is what, at least 13 years old. So, like you said, technical advancements and all, it was kind of an expected thing. But uh, it's still good to see an old an oldie come back, even if it is in a new form and a new team. And uh, hopefully this will be a bit like the, Chi- the Chimera guys. Hopefully they'll take a look at this and they'll work on it and make a much more improved machine for the next time around. Yeah, absolutely. Say anything to add to that? Or Dave, anyone? Well, on, just going to say, um, it has been around, like, he has come to some of the live events. He has been running uh, quite well under a different team that he was on Robot Wars. Um, he was actually owned by the Ironside team, um, yeah. and they got it quite running quite well. Um, and then, obviously, it went up to Scotland, and they must have <laughs> changed something, and it must not have worked. <laughs> 
it, 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 it came over all Scottish. Yeah. When we flipped it, and it's um, we flip it near one of the the walls, and a pan, I think it's his flipper tip comes off and goes over the wall. Um, <laughs> that actually hits one of the polycarbonate screens and goes through the hit uh, breaks, puts a big hole in one of the polycarbonate screens as well. Um, oh, wow. A photo of that. I, will, I need to upload my photos from the filming. So that was the our contribution towards damaging the arena. Just flipping rusty and flipping oh, oh, the. If, if, if say spins are too dangerous for the arena, <laughs> flippers aren't, available, aren't away from that as well. There you go. You see, flippers, well, this, the this flippers is, are the real danger here. You, you, you know, you, you may remember back in, way back whenever it was, when we did the uh, the Battle of the Star specials, we mentioned a robot that nearly took a man's head off. This this was the robot. <laughs> yeah, rusty. Oh, rusty. Was it Rusty, was it? It was Rusty, yeah. Jeez Louise. Yeah, someone could have literally died there and then, so... <laughs> It was it was pretty close. It was pretty close. Brown pants afterwards. I think that was. Uh... <laughs> um, we'll move on from Rusty after the rusting of the pants to uh, to Coyote, and I, I love the look of Coyote. It's a shame it never really got going and it had problems throughout. But I just the the look of this thing is phenomenal. It's what yeah, if, you were, if you were to say draw a robot for Robot Wars. If you go to a child or something like that and go. Go draw us a robot for Robot Wars. And obviously they always draw something crazy that's never really going to work. But if you ask somebody to draw a robot, that's what they would design. A big chainsaw sticking out the back, big claws on the front. It looks incredible. When we saw it on the pit bench, we were like, that is what a robot for Robot Wars should look like. Not a big black and white boring wedge. <laughs> that's what it should look like. It's fantastic. A great idea. Yeah. Shane, anything to add to Coyote? Uh, just that it's... The team, it, they're a brilliant team. Um, but yeah, it's like a combination of all their favourite house robots. You've got the chainsaw from the classic Matilda, the little dead metal fins on the back and the jaws from the uh, Kilowatt. And yeah, it's just a really think, nice looking I didn't actually think of it like that. Yeah, I, I never thought of it. That's, that's actually really cool. <laughs> um, Anderson, anything to add to uh, Coyote? Uh, just a uh, shame we didn't really get to see it perform to its true potential. Um, I like, I liked, uh, I like the idea that it had for a chainsaw. It was nice to see a little throwback to the old classic series. Shame it kind of well broke. Dave. Cheers again, Dave, for God that sake. one. Just <laughs> <laughs> can't help himself. But no, um, yeah, it, it, I, I do like Coyote a lot, and I, I do hope that again they get in again for the new series. Um, if there is one, there is one, isn't there? Yeah, there, there is a new so, series. Yes, it's, it's, this has been announced for a yeah. while. <laughs> I, leave me alone, all right? Leave me alone. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I, like I said, I hope that I see them again. Because yeah. I, I, I want to see them all again. Everybody in this heat again, to be honest, it's, it's good. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But so. Fortunately for Coyote, they were the ones that were least battered by Apollo, and so they they went through with them. Um, I suppose we'll, we'll move on to Melee too, and we'll start with we'll start with Mega Mouse Shane. I mean, t- talk us through. I mean, because initially you you were drafted in quite late, weren't you? You were you were. Uh, how how do you react when you you hear all right, you're coming in, and you're fighting Carbide in round one? How does that how does that like come across to you? <laughs> well, it was. Yeah, it was very short notice. Um, we had to uh, quickly uh, get tech checked to make sure it passed all the safety rulings um, and charge the batteries ready. But then uh, we found out who we were fighting. It's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then there was like loads of talk of people swapping fights and obviously crackers and smash. They were meant to be in with Apollo, 
and then they got drafted over to our fight and then back again. It, it was all really confusing. So we didn't know who we were fighting until we eventually got in there. Yeah. And in, in fairness, for the most part, when you were fighting uh, Carbide, you did quite well. I mean, th- apart from the last hit, which obviously knocked your wheel flying, that other than that, you really didn't do that badly at all. And in fairness, but they hit your side first, and it didn't seem to do too much damage to you. It was quite quite impressive, really, that you managed to avoid <laughs> avoid it for as long as you did. Yeah. Um, well, Mega Mouse was never built to take on spinners. It's been a live event machine for the last ten years. But we thought, well, we'll apply with it. We'll see how it goes, and then. But uh, in the fight with Carbide, it was just like, just stay out of the way of Carbide. <laughs> we've seen what he can do to four mil Hardox and we're like six mil aluminium. It's like he's going to go f- through a knife through butter with us. Uh, uh, yeah. So we stayed out of the way, went for Crackers and Smash in Trolley Rage. Trolley Rage died pretty early on. Um, but we just, the Crackers and Smash robots were just so low to the floor we just struggled getting underneath him so that's why you saw us like riding over the top of us but um yeah that that one hit it didn't when it took the wheel off that really shouldn't have stopped us because what most people didn't know we had two extra drive wheels inside the robot um so we could have carried on driving uh but unfortunately that hit that it did actually shattered the uh casing of the motor so the whole motor went flying and bouncing around the robot. So uh, that's that's what stopped us from carrying on. Jesus. <laughs> so it's it's a bit unfortunate, really. But yeah, if people say exposed wheels are bad, they just they don't even touch the floor. Then back wheels. When we're driving, it's all on the main wheels right. uh, side. But therefore, like if we get stuck on our back or on our side, they help self right it a bit easier. That was that. I mean, Dave. Obviously, you you fought Mega Mouse. I'm sure multiple times at live events. How, how highly do you rate Mega Mouse as a as a machine in terms of these days for Robot Wars? Um, Robot Wars is kind of almost a different class to what the live events are. It is a robot that, as Shane's saying, is almost kind of designed perfectly for the live events. We've especially since doing Robot Wars, Shane's adamant that he has to fight Apollo in every single limit <laughs> fight with it. Um, and we've fought, Jesus, how many times have we fought since Robot Wars now? It must be like eight times at least. Um, Got to try and, and like, flip him out. It's like, <laughs> you just flip it and it just keeps coming back at you and you, there's nothing you can do. He doesn't even need to use his flipper to self-right a lot of the times. So he's just going to keep coming back and back and back. So you just have to try and get a lucky flip and try and get him out of the arena. But it's a fantastic robot. And um, I was, we were doing Robots Live at the weekend and they had a, we had a production crew doing all the cameras and stuff and we had an earpiece into all that. And as soon as the first time Mega Mouse went into the arena, all this crew are like, oh, how cute is that? <laughs> we've managed to win. That's got to win now. So all the crew were loving it. Yeah. So it's, it's a great robot, fantastic for the live shows. Yeah, we, we love fighting robots like Apollo because they're just like wedges. So we just so drive They're, they're, they're not, not going to kill you as well. <laughs> No, we're just going to drive up and it actually barrel rolls really well against people like Apollo. And it just <laughs> rolls over, carries on driving, and it's really good fun to drive. Um, Anderson, anything to add to Mega Mouse? I mean, we've, we've covered quite a lot in, in terms of Mega Mouse. 
Yeah, I've, I've, I've always liked Mega Mouse. I've always liked Mighty Mouse and Velociraptor. They never were... Um, like, obviously, I know Mega Mouse is different, but you know, it, it's like a, a, a build-on from Mighty Mouse. Um, I just love the way that it always rolls back. I think that's a genius idea. It's just well-designed. It's brilliant. It's original. It means you don't have to use so many flips to try and get yourself back up. You know, I, I just think it's a really good design. And I also like the inclusion of the cheese. I thought that was pretty cool. I have to, yeah, I, I know. Didn't really get to see it, but no, I thought it was really but, like a nice little cool idea. Shane, for next time, yeah. please remember to call Big Mega Mouse Craig just for just for a laugh at Dara. <laughs> That'd be brilliant. <laughs> well, the name Charles, it was like an on-the-spot decision by my girlfriend Sophie. It was like, <laughs> what? What's it called? It was like Charles. It was like, okay, where did that name come from? <laughs> it was like, cheers for that. Um, well, no. Uh, didn't really get to see it, um, unfortunately. But we've we've made a new one. It's fully metal now, so it shouldn't disintegrate. Shouldn't get chewed as easily by carbide. No, I mean, we'll, we'll, why not? We'll, we'll move on from Mega Mouse to carbide. Obviously, Dave's best friend, uh, other Dave. Um, I mean, what a machine this is. I mean, I, I know last series it was kind of it, it was. Brutally effective, but it was yeah, it had its reliability issues. This it was just bulletproof. There was nothing wrong with it all night. It was unbelievable to watch. I've, you know, it, you can see the vast leap forward that that those guys have made, and you know, it's I'm, I'm worried what they're going to set up with in series three now. <laughs> yeah, they've they, they, they definitely lined out all the wrinkles, haven't they? Definitely yeah. lined them all out. That's the difference with carbide. With to be honest, most teams, especially ourselves. Is basically they. It's pretty much a brand new robot, really. Brand new drive system, brand new weapons. Uh, it's literally just looks the same, pretty much. That's about it. Whereas within our team, our logistics are very difficult. And since filming Robot Wars last year, we lost Ben from the team. Uh, Mark decided that he wanted to become try and become an actor and a presenter, so he's moved to London to try and do that. I've changed my job, selling my house, moving home. Um, and lots of things have changed, and we just didn't have the same amount of time and facilities or skills, really, that those two have got. You've got Dave, who's one of the chief engineers for uh, Cabris, and then you've got Sam, who's a, an engineer for Rolls-Royce. The, the skill and the brains that these two guys have got and the abilities and the facilities that they've got to use, it's, uh, it's just not just a leap forward. It's just a giant space leap forward in a completely different direction, whereas with Apollo we put half a mil thicker Ardox on the side and put some new speed controllers in it and, and, and hope and hope um, I mean in fact I mean I remember um, last series you know obviously they had, they, had, they they entered similar robot uh, cobot into BattleBots and that was kind of it was kind of middle of the road spinner over there I think if they entered Carbide as it is now or cobot as it's if it gets upgraded or whatever else into BattleBots now it would probably just wipe the floor with everyone it's unbelievable to watch i mean obviously shane you came up on the uh the bad end of the bar uh yeah. in this fight but it's in fairness i think you probably got off quite lightly i don't think you would have gone would have liked to have gone one-on-one with that thing would you really no I, i'm glad on that point that not to get through but uh if we would have faced either apollo or coyote we would have beaten them both <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, we'll have to we'll have to discuss that another time. But obviously, you know, Carbide was just mental. I mean, Anderson, you you I remember you saying uh, not uh, was it the, the day before airing? 
Oh, Carbide is overrated. I, I, I can no, quote... no, all right, yeah, okay, because I was judging it from last series, okay? Leave me alone <laughs> on that one, all right? Dave Moles, please not bring it to my house and murder me, all right? I, I didn't mean it. Basically, what I said was, because I mean, the way we are looking at it is, if last series had the same layout as Series 7, let's say, in the heats, then Carbide would have lost in the second round. Yes. That's the way of looking at it. The fact, you know, it... It took a lot of losses and it took a lot of reliability issues throughout its run to get to where it got. That's why I considered it to be overrated. But now I've seen the improvements to it uh, and I've seen how much more reliable it's become and how much more engineering has gone into it and basically what it did to everything it came across in this heat. I am much, I, I, I've definitely grown more fond of it. I definitely don't <laughs> believe it is overrated as I originally said. So please, again, Dave, Moulds and Sam and everybody actually who's a Carbide fan, don't come to my house with pitchforks and try and kill me. <laughs> uh, oh. we'll, we'll move on from Carbide uh, to, to its to its first victim, Trolley Rage. I mean, <laughs> it never... It, the, if you wanted to put a robot, like, in terms of a gulf of class in engineering, these are the two robots you put in together. Like, it's... <laughs> It reminds me a lot of um, who who did it? Who did it? This fighting robot. It was um, Predator back in uh, series four. You, you know, you put, you put something like that's been you know it's taped together and stuff like that, and then it, it just gets shattered in seconds. Really, that that's what Trolley Rage reminds me of. But I have to say, I just I love the robot. It's great. <laughs> It's uh, like like Gareth said. It's a perfect. Um, it just shows you that you you can literally take anything and make a robot out of it. And whether it gets smashed up in five seconds or goes on to become champion, it doesn't matter. It's the fact that you're able to get on the show or even go to live events and just have a laugh, stick your weapon into some people and then go home. That's something that, wrong. But... I was going to say, that, that, that didn't sound good. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, it just shows that... <laughs> it just shows um, that it is... that it is possible to literally take anything and just make a robot with it. Yeah. Uh, so fair play to them that one. They've inspired a they've inspired a lot of future potential uh, roboteers, I believe. There. Yeah, I mean Shane, you obviously fought Ma- uh, Trolley Rage. You, you are Mega Mouse. You, you fought Trolley Rage. Um, I mean, did you did you want to have a fight with them a bit more? Because they've been on the live events for a little bit as well. I mean, have you fought them there? Uh, I've not fought Trolley Rage. Uh, that was the first time I've ever saw it. But I fought uh, Gareth with his other. Uh, heavyweight robot that he runs at the live events and uh, uh, he's always been a, it's been a bit unreliable for the past few years but he's getting it going now and uh, he he can drive it alright now and again but again with reliability issues but Trolley Rage I didn't really pay much attention to it I was just trying to stay out the way of Carbide <laughs> get rid of get rid of Crackers and Smash because I thought they were the main one to worry about and I knew Carbide was going after everything really in that sort of that sort of direction so uh just tried to stay away from him really yeah I mean Dave anything to add to to Trolley Rage not a great deal to be honest uh, the, uh, the second half of the episode I was so busy uh sorting other things out I kind of missed half the fights uh, so the first time I've proper seen it in anger was about an hour and a half ago when I watched the episode for the first time so <laughs> Uh, but as I mean, you, say, you, do have, you do have an excuse. You were you were running a live event this weekend. Yeah, that's it. And so I've missed that, and then literally got back about one o'clock in the morning, and then went straight to work this morning. Um, but yeah, as you say, it's a great way to say that you can build a robot abs- absolutely anything. It doesn't need to cost the earth. You got robots such as that, and then you got robots like Rapid that cost twenty five thousand pounds. And 
to be honest, it didn't do a great deal better at the yeah. end of the day. So no, uh, right. it, money doesn't buy you everything. Look at Storm 2. That's whatever well, that's worth. And it gets tossed out of the arena like a rag doll, really. Well, I mean... <laughs> well, we're getting, we're getting pretty edgy now, guys. Come all on. right, all right. Uh, after, you know, all, all I'm going to say about Trolley Rage is, you know, Gareth has ties to Plunderbird. I'm just saying that Trolley Rage looks very similar <laughs> to Plunderbird. I don't know about you guys, but it's... Definitely. Plunderbird 6 confirmed, anyone? Well. <laughs> uh, my phone's if you are watching this, please come back. Last but not least in this uh, melee, at least, was uh, Crackers and Smash. Now, again, I was expecting a lot, like a lot worse to come from these guys because they, obviously they're only fifty kilos each, give or take. And you put them in there with carbide. Obviously, we saw, saw what happened later on. But uh, <clears throat> I mean, Crackers and Smash for me were just—they were really interesting to watch because no one really knew how to deal with them. No, it's it's just great to see another cluster bot really because you got loads of the people who bring in like the smaller ones such as Shane and so on. But it's great to see not quite a fifty fifty split, but the classic style of a cluster bot. Um, and it was just it's they are little bricks basically. There's not a lot you can do to them, and they just drive around. And we didn't really know how to handle them, and it's just good fun. And we know the Roboteers as well, and especially Dave Weston and. Uh, they're obviously regular, all regulars at live events, so it was, it's good to see people who don't normally get on the Robot Wars, because they've been doing live events for years, on Robot Wars with actually a competitive robot. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Shane, you were trying to deal with one one of them. I know you couldn't quite quite get underneath it, but I mean, you know, as an opponent, how, how, how hardly do you rate Crackers and Smash? Yeah, a cluster boy is very hard to deal with, obviously, because there's two robots. It's like, which one do you go for first? Um I went after the lifter one because I knew if the spinner got up to speed and hit me, it may cause a bit of damage. But uh, I originally got rid of the lifter one. I shoved it on the flame pit to start off with, and it couldn't really get off. So then I went to focus on the other one, and then all of a sudden the lifter one came back out of nowhere. <laughs> um, no, they're, they're really, really good, well-engineered machines, um, built like bricks, um, as you saw against carbide. Um but it's, it's really hard to deal with a cluster bot because yeah. they can come at you from every way possible. So Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they, they, as you said, they were, you know, they're perfectly armoured as well. They, those things are tough as anything. I mean, there's anything to add to Crackers and Smash? Uh, yeah, again, just a, a real tough machine. I, I was a little disappointed because, I mean, this is not no, no one's fault apart from, you know, Carbides. Um, we didn't really get to see its weaponry into play. I thought I, I was looking forward to seeing uh, what its weapons could do, uh, but obviously, as is Robot Wars, really these things happen. And uh, yeah, but I don't want to see they put on a good show and had a really good battle, which obviously we'll get to later. But, yes. Yeah. So, so Ooh, sadly for good old scratch and sniff. <laughs> scratch and sniff. I still. I still think Mince and Mash would have been a better name. That's just me, but... Uh, Scratch and Sniff will do. Um, <laughs> so, sadly for Shane, he goes out, um, along with uh, the trolley, through Go Carbide and Crackers and Smash, and, uh, well, Dave, let's let's start with you here against Carbide. Um, I have to ask, this, this is a question that I've, I've wanted to ask since I saw... Because I, I saw this fight uh, live. I was, I was in the crowd for this fight as well. Okay. Do you think it was a bit dirty, like legitimately dirty? Uh, right, I, it's a big S- argument. And it's split, serious, serious question time this is, mate. So it splits no pressure. everybody 
Um, and it has done on Twitter and so on with lots of different people. And everyone has a different opinion on this. So everyone's entitled to their own opinion. My view on the whole thing is obviously it's, it's an intentional thing of when the robot was dead, they lay into us as they did last year in pretty much the same position in the finals. It was the, the earlier head to head. The whole intention being is with the round robin, there's a good potential that we're going to fight each other again in the in the heat final. So their tactic is write us off early on. So then we're knackered for later on. So that's their tactic, which is fair enough. And I, I always say, and I've said it the same in the different groups that are on Facebook, that if it's the old robot or style head to heads, that basically, if you're going to get, they, if you would do exactly the same thing. Yeah, if you're going to go out of the competition at that stage, whether it be the heat final or it's head to heads or even the first round, then fair game. You're going home in a bin bag. That's it. You've got nothing else to lose. But when there's a guaranteed another three fights to do afterwards, um, and at the end, it goes back to the whole thing. At the end of the day, we want to be putting on entertainment. We want to put on a, a good TV show. Fair enough. They knocked us out. Um, it ended up being our own problem. It's the same problem we lost in the grand final as well. It was an internal fault, um, which is kind of unrelated to carbide. Uh, after all these beatings, it was our own selves that let ourselves down. Um, but yeah, I think if the robot is being counted out and this year you have a, an extra display in the control box when you're being counted out, so they know you're being counted out, I do think it's dirty tactics to be late. It's, it's like boxing. When somebody gets knocked over and they're starting to get counted out, you don't go start kicking the boxer in the head, do you, while he's getting counted out? <laughs> uh, at the end of the day, the guy's got to live again one day. Um, so, yeah, I still think it's... I do agree that... I don't agree with the tactics of laying into a robot whilst they're being counted out. And I know Mol, it's, it is causing a few issues with myself and Moldy a few times now because he completely disagrees with the opinion and he's put a thing on there going, well, it's just the same as you flipping a robot once they're dead. Like, a, I don't think I have flipped a robot when they're dead. And B, I'd, if I was... It doesn't, it doesn't cripple it. Yeah, I'd rather get flipped than carbide laying into me a few times for 10 seconds. So, anyway. I, I'll ask you a reverse question then. If the positions were reversed, knowing that they are, they're, they're probably, you know, the best robot in the heat other than yourselves, yeah. would you do the same thing? What, with carbide? As if, yeah, if, 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 so you're with carbide and, and they're with Apollo, would you do the same thing? No, because it's putting on a good show. What's the Ooh. point? Well... Okay, that's. I mean, I, I, it was it was something I, I I was very interested in in hearing. While you know, a lot of people have said you know on online that you know both both sides of the argument they said you know they shouldn't lay it into it because they've got more fights to do, or the other way around as as you said you know. But at the end of the day, these things do happen. There was a lot of criticism for aftershock for doing the same thing in the yep. in heat one. You know. The, you know, it's it's a, it's an intriguing one to to discuss. Obviously, you can pick it apart any way you like, but at the end of the day, the result is what it is. And uh, it was quite a spectacular fight. I mean, you know, you took a good few hits at the start, and then obviously just ultimately granted to, to a halt. Really, I mean, Anderson Unchained anything, anything to add to this fight? I mean, it was it was a bit short and sweet, but I mean, what what did you guys make make of it? Shame. Yeah, you, you go it, first. The um, I'm not keen on hitting after the. After the dead, but um, I think in the past it has cost some robots their place in the show. So, because um, after that they're not really running as as they can be, um, which, which is part of the point of why they did it, I suppose. But uh, yeah, w like Dave said, we're, we're here to put on the show. Um, we're en entertainers, really. We all are trying to put on the best show possible. 
Um, so trying to take someone out before they've got a chance to uh, get going is a bit bit wrong in my eyes as well. Okay, and Anderson, what about yourself? I mean, do you do you kind of agree with the sentiment, or are you kind of? I'm, a I'm just staring away from controversy because uh, <laughs> I don't know what's um, no, this, this video's going. This I, video's I, going I, viral, I, guys. Yeah, I, I see where Dave's coming from. I I 100% agree. If it's head to heads, then yeah, lay in. If it's round robin, not not head to heads, you know, what I mean, knockout, lay in. But if you there's a guarantee that you guys are going to fight a bit later on, or you know, someone else has another few fights beforehand, it's only the fair thing to do to just hold back a little bit and give them a chance. But um, as for the actual battle, uh, I actually quite enjoyed it. It was very short but sweet. Uh, there was some good close action at the beginning, and unfortunately a quick and abrupt finish. But uh, yeah, I, I found it enjoyable television. Yay! <laughs> See? No there controversy. So, uh... I'm changing for the world. Get off that fence. <laughs> <laughs> get a sore bum up there, Anderson. Um, so out goes, uh, well, out goes Apollo. Three points to Carbide, nothing for Dave this time. Um, so we'll move on to probably the most tactical fight of the evening because it didn't involve a big spinner or a big flipper. Uh, Crackers and Smash and Coyote. Now, this this one kind of, it was good in a sense the way it was, like, it was quite close and quite even. There was a lot of toing and froing, and then uh, Coyote came over all Scottish again and died. <laughs> so, <laughs> Sadly, I mean, it was it was a good fight, but in the end, sadly, Coyote had had a lot of reliability issues throughout, and uh, this was kind of the start of it, really. It, losing to Crackers and Smash, I mean, there's not much really more to say, is there? Yeah, I, I liked it because it was a good battle uh, showing two a bit knackered robots. I mean, it's like when um, Tim Rack has said on uh, Heat Seas podcast uh, that one of his favourite episodes ever was uh, the Series 5 Grand Final because of the Grand Final Battle you see Bigger Brother a robot that was completely wasted still competing and somehow still managing us to judge a decision and that was that sort of how this battle felt but with both robots being sort of a bit knackered early on and uh, they were both trying to use what little strengths they had left to their advantage uh, in this case Crackers and Smash had the reliability down better than Coyote um, but it was an all-round, it was a good tactical close battle, and uh, that's that's pretty much what I enjoy about the show, really. I mean, I'm not overly a massive fan of one-sided, over-the-top confrontations. I'm more of a, yes, this is close, awesome back and forth. We're seeing the best of both machines, even if they were both part, part, partly incapacitated. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jane, Dave, anything to add to this one? It's, you know, there's not really much to say. There wasn't much action to go on, but it was it was just a, a good a good slugging match, really. Yeah, it was good. It was kind of the robots using their own tactics against each other, and it was, it was kind of fifty-fifty at one point. But yeah, as you say, uh, the Scottish robots failed again, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, Scots are going to hate us as well. Um, <laughs> well, uh, well, we'll move on then. There was the the next fight uh, after Crackers and Smash picking up three points, and Curtis still being on zero meant the two teams at the bottom, which for you, Dave, meant. Uh, I think, as I say, we call this a battle. It wasn't really a battle because it was kind of bullying, wasn't it, really? Yeah, uh, they were working at the start of it. Um, gave them a good good few flips. Um, it was good. It, this was the point where I realised, right, they've put Kill a Lot in there. I've no, I started to notice whenever there's a big spinner in the arena, it's always Kill a Lot and Shunt. I guess they're the two that are more likely to take a beating from a spinner. Yeah. Um, and then I thought, why have they put Killer Lot in with this fight? So it's obviously a, an attack, a, a tactic for us to go for Killer Lot. As Killer Lot was in 
with us in Carbide. If you watch, yeah, he's, he's in all your fights, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, and he was the only one in that fight with Carbide. I was like, how come there's only one house robot in here? I think they forgot to put a house robot in or something. They just it was just killer on his own. Um, and we kept nudging. Uh, it's a bit that's cut out of the fight. We kept nudging um, Coyote into kill a lot. The whole idea being that kill a lot will pick him up in the air. It'll be off balance, and we can whip around and flip him. And I was right. like, it's not even any of it. He didn't want to know. And then suddenly <laughs> he switches places with dead metal. And I was like, why has he done that? And I found it afterwards. They forgot to turn the arms on and to kill a lot. So that's <laughs> that fight. I so good. Uh, I mean, this, 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 obviously there was there was two Sorry. rivalries in this in this heat. There was obviously you versus Carbine, and there was also you against the house robots. You have a you have a bad bad history of uh, forming rivals with people. I mean. Yeah. Um, it's, sorry, just I just say this is a British production tele, television production team, and they forget to turn on the arms to. <laughs> that's max damage levels from series three, guys. Come on, seriously, this is that's not good. Uh, I mean, you know, again, there wasn't really much of a fight to it. I mean, Coyote was kind of crippled from the from the get go, but uh, I mean, you ch- ch- chasing after Killer was pretty fun at the end, and then obviously Dead Metal just comes flying in out of nowhere and just wipes you out but that was that was actually went on for about two minutes after the fight and they've cut yeah. all that out the clip that you see on the intro of every show of us lifting kill a lot is in that fight uh, see, ev- everyone everyone on facebook on twitter is like oh my god apollo must get the wild card because we haven't seen that clip yet that it's was the clip fight and it's just cut out because i think we lift him two or three times up in the air yeah um because the idea is go around the side or let him drive up as a bit and whoever was driving kill a lot at the time was having none of it and didn't want to know <laughs> So we're like, oh, we're bored of you then. We'll go play with dead metal. Uh, they called Cease at the end of the fight, and that's when I went popping at him. Um, and then they called Cease again. I was like, oh, that's somebody in production telling me to stop now. <laughs> so stop having that. fun, Dave. God. <laughs> I thought no. I'm going to get kicked out in a minute. <laughs> I mean, Shane, anything to add to this fight? I mean, there was, again, it wasn't really much of a fight, was it? <laughs> yeah, it was a bit... Not much of a fight. Uh, poor Coyote uh, didn't really get off the starting box. But when you're against Apollo, you, you really need to get off the starting blocks quick. And he just wasn't able to do it. No, sadly for them. So Apollo back in the game on three points. Coyote now out on uh, on nothing. And uh, it's time to come to that fight. Uh, where Carbide has decided to, co- to go come over all Gary Cairns and uh, wipe the arena out. I mean, this, this actually happened first. I, I saw this happen um, on, the, on the morning. Oh, my goodness me. I'm, what a hit that was! I mean, it, it couldn't it couldn't catch Crackers and Smash when they were the the right way up, and then obviously one of them ran over the flipper, and from then on it could get hit, and then to send it that fast across the arena. Well, this is then there's a, a, a bit of a, it's quite controversial this fight because Crackers and Smash took off their weapons to go into. I saw I saw about this, and obviously you know Sabretooth in the first heat faced disqualification for not having a weapon. Yeah, this is it. And the reason they took it off was because they'd taken damage on them earlier on, but they said, no, we want to save it for the Apollo fight. So technically they were going in without a weapon, but I think it was declared to Carbide first. I think the, the production went up to Carbide and said, look, they're coming in without a weapon. Are you guys okay with this? And David just went, yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, it was it was an interesting one because at the start, obviously, obviously Carbide wasn't really able to do much. It was They were too low. That that fight could have been very very different had it had the one not driven over the the floor flipper. I think that could have. It, I know it's shocking to 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 think, but it could have gone the other way. 
Um, I mean, Anderson, I know you were you were quite intrigued by that 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 hit, weren't you? Yes, 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 I was. Yes, um, I I I love it when I loved it when it happened with um, Cherub and PP3D. I loved it this time as well. I think there was a bit more love for it this time, because it was a much smaller robot. It reminded me of like back in Series Seven when you saw a featherweight get flipped by the floor flipper. And you, 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 you mean, you mean like, like Dave's robot that got yes. flipped? Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Dave needs a lot of that one. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, that that got sent. You know, came down with snow on it. Um, but yeah, um, <laughs> again, this was a very. This is actually quite an interesting battle, actually, because there was quite a lot of this where I thought, Carbide aren't going to can't going to do much damage here. They're not they're not going to get a good because they couldn't. Like you said, they couldn't hit them properly. Um, and of course, it, it just shows you how really um, how well built Crackers and Smash are because especially that one that took that amazing hit. I mean, like they said afterwards in the post battle. Uh, interviews, you know, it is literally built like a brick because it was still relatively okay. Um, so I think it just again shows great engineering on their part, and overall it was an entertaining, but again a, a pretty tactical battle really. Overall, Carbide was trying to get the weapon in, and uh, Crackers and Smasher trying to do their hardest not to let them do that. So all around smiles from me. I was going to say, Shane, you probably didn't want that to happen to Mega Mouse. Did you just sent sent across the arena like that? <laughs> yeah. That's that's that was the last thing we wanted. Um, <laughs> but after this fight, there was like, there was not sure whether they could get Crackers and Smash going again. Because um, I was still there at the time, um, and we started Meg Mouse there, and it was like maybe a chance of us coming back in if they couldn't get going. So I was just like sat there thinking, don't fix it. Cost the next, <laughs> the, the next fight's Apollo, and it's like I, I could beat Apollo, um, but now um, the, the uh, it a massive community effort to get him back going again. I may have helped a little bit, but um, <laughs> sabotage yeah. anyone? No, I would do that to Apollo. Don't <laughs> fear and burn on him. <laughs> so uh carbide uh on six cracker smashed on three and then uh it's time for some more bullying for coyote i think so we'll stick carbide in with them and then uh this this was uh interesting because apparently uh jamie said to to dave before the fight don't stop just keep hitting us if we die <laughs> the guy's got a death wish and uh coyote got absolutely wrecked and the whole front just twisted out of shape and that's some serious material on the front you know it's some some pretty thick hard ox, you know, and it's it just got absolutely wrecked, and it was it was it was great to see. I mean, you know, the fact that they said, "Yeah, let's go in, and if they're going to kill us, kill us properly," and I think that's you know, huge respect to to those guys for for doing it. Really, the first one, I thought like just like a side panel had come off or something. I I couldn't because from the angle you couldn't because it kept spinning around after it got hit. I couldn't really see. It wasn't until after cease was called, and you looked at it from a front view, and you actually saw that the entire body had literally been twisted. And I think that's the first time I've ever seen that, where a robot has literally been completely disfigured and deformed. I mean, I've seen armor ripped off and then it's spewed out, but I mean, this robot was literally—it was given a brand new shape. And I think it was—it was pretty lucky that Coyote did not go. That—that that wasn't the first battle Coyote was in, because I think pretty much we could guarantee that Rusty would have been asked to come back in, or Miss Nightshade maybe would have been asked to come back in instead, because I don't—I don't. I don't I don't think there was much left to work with her from that. I mean, I don't know if Dave and Shane know much about how 
bad coyote was after that, but uh, I, I don't really think there was much left, was there? I've actually got a photo of it. I'm literally just right now going through my phone, uploading a load of photos to the Apollo Facebook page, and one of them is, well, it looks just a, like a pile of battle on the table, really, but it used to be coyote. Uh, it's literally just... The robot formerly known as Coyote. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it, it, yeah, it took a pounding. It, it did. Have you said much more to add to that? No, it, it did take a real pounding. It wasn't right after the first fight, uh, the first melee. So, did feel sorry for the team. The team are a great bunch of guys, as are most of the teams there. So, I kind of felt sorry for them a bit because they deserved to do a lot better than they did. Yeah, I think you know them walking away with no points was kind of a kind of a shame, really. But you know, someone has to lose, I guess. And uh, that type, that team this time was uh, Coyote. I hope we do see them again. As I said, it was a fantastic-looking thing, but uh, not to be for them this time. Um, obviously, Carbon on nine points, they're already through to the final. And but there was one place to be decided. And Dave, obviously, Crackers and Smash were your next opponent. Did you? We we worried going into that. Yeah, it's. it's... It's the unknown, really. Um, we were trying to work it out. It's like, right, so scratch and sniff. What do we do? <laughs> um, yeah, you, it, I've never fought a cluster bot, so it's quite hard to fight somebody and then have another one going around the back of you. Um, and that was their tactic, really. It was... Um, I forgot which one each, each one is, really. The little green one with the lifter. Which one's that? Um, sniff. Scratch. I think it should be sniff. If, if, it's, if it's green, then it should be sniff. <laughs> so it drove straight into Ethers, put its lifting arm up in the air, and then just stopped. And I was like, oh, is he broken? They went, oh, no, it's his tactic. He's going to wait under us, and the spinner robot will come over and hit us. But then, luckily for us, the spinner robot just couldn't really move. <laughs> so he kind of just sat there turning in this on a spot. So that's why I have to find my flipper, get off it, and flip the little uh, the lifter one over, really. And that, that was lich curtains for him. Yeah, in, in the end, I mean, they did last three minutes, which I don't think many people would have said, you know, having two mini robots in, in with yourselves, you know, who've, who've got probably the best flipper in the business, really, and th- for them to stay in the arena was probably the achievement for them. It was, but the main problem we had is after the carbide fight, um, the flipper arm just wouldn't come back down properly, and we were driving around with a points to centimetre ground clearance on the front of Apollo, which is useless really because they've got really low fronts so we were just going up them every single time uh, most of the damage we took on the flipper arm was from killer lot once we'd uh, got immobilized against carbide killer lot picked us up by the flipper arm um, and that's kind of what twisted the arm out of shape most of the time um, so th- that goes back to the point of the hitting the robot when it's dead and so on it then caused us problems means we couldn't get underneath uh, crackers and smash and we couldn't be taking out cameras in the roof or anything like that because we could just we couldn't really get underneath them so if, in, if you think about it, Carbide were doing the production team a favour. Who knew? Um, so I mean, uh, I mean, Shane, much much to add to this fight. I mean, it was a, it was a bit of a shame, really, to to see Crackers and Smash kind of limping through. I mean, everyone was limping through after they'd fought Carbide, weren't they? But I mean, you know, there was they, they you know, they never really recovered from the first round fight, did they? No, Carbide did take a lot out of them in the first uh, melee. Um, but yeah, they are very low to the floor, so even with a straight flipper, I think they would have struggled to get underneath them as it is. But um, yeah, they're great little machines. Hope to see them back again. Um, but yeah, would would have liked to see one fly a bit higher than they did against Carbide. Yeah, even well, even higher. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, Anderson, much to add? 
Um, no, not really. Um, it was a good battle. Uh, the right robot won. Yeah, happy days. So Dave had the the lovely pleasure after getting five points of fighting Carbide again. <laughs> the fifth time now, I'm getting bored of fighting him. I was there f- five times in two series. You, you know, it's, it's almost as bad as Ironside and Pulsar. But um, you know, you, you you know, did did you go into this thinking, all right, survive and hope that they, hope that they die, or did you, or do you think right, well, we might as well go for it if we're gonna die die in style? Yeah, just kind of. There's no point in having met that many tactics. Everyone has tactics in these fights. There's no point. It just kind of <laughs> take it as it comes. Um, yeah, we drove underneath him a couple of times, went to flip, and it just went, nah, I don't want to know about that. Um, I was like, great. Um, it turned out what the problem was is we just... Ourselves and Carbide were both running two brand new speed controllers, both uh, Vex speed controllers, and we're the first people to run them in the UK. And right. the speed controllers power the receiver as well. They've got back to the eliminator circuit, which powers it. Um, and now we didn't realize a few American teams do this is the, the Beck was a little bit unreliable. And that's the reason we died against carbide both times um, is because the battery eliminated circuit cut out. So we lost all power to the receiver uh, and the robot just stops completely dead in the middle of the arena. Um, and that's the same problem that happened. And if you see at one point with carbide in the final carbide stops for about four or five yes. seconds. Yeah, they, they stopped still, didn't they? It was the same problem. He was having the same problem with the speed controller. Oh. Uh, so that, that, I mean, that, that fight could have been very different. You know, they, they, If they'd have just stopped there and not, not got going again, you could have pulled the, up, the upset of the ages off. I, I remember seeing him stop and go, Ooh, hello. Oh, no, he's working again. Yeah, <laughs> luckily, the, these speed controllers are now absolutely... They're fantastic speed controllers. It's been sorted out. It's um, That's what it was. It was a trial for these controllers. We found out what the problems are with them, and... Um, Unlucky for us, we were the guinea pigs and uh, lost out onto that one. But they've been fixed now and should be uh, working fantastically well. I mean, you know, you, you you took quite a beating in this fight as well. I mean, I mean, at the end of the, there's a great picture. I can't remember where I saw it, but there's a great picture of like the flipper all ripped off to one side, and it, and then Carbide just looking like a pristine next to it. I mean, how how big of a I mean, obviously, you know, you can't discuss the wild card now because obviously it hasn't aired yet. But I mean, did did you feel like you'd done enough to get back in? And if you did, then would you have liked to have gone back in? <laughs> um, it wasn't as bad as it looked. The, so the flipper arms ripped off again because it killed a lot. Uh, killed again, a lot of around the arena and broke the hinge pin. So once we managed to get the hinge pin refixed, the flipper arm went back in. As soon as we put it on the pit table, the robot worked perfectly fine because it kind of springs back to life towards the end of the fight again. Once the uh, the receiver's got power again and it's all rebound itself and reset itself up uh, after so many seconds, the robot was working fine, really, at the end of the fight, apart from missing its flipper arm. Um, so we knew electronically wise, inside the robot, it was working okay. We just needed to redo the flipper. Um, so we thought, yeah, we'll stick around. We'll, we'll give it a go at fixing it anyway, because you never know with the wild card, really. You, you've got to stick around until the end of the day to find out. Yeah. I mean, did, did you think you'd done enough or we we were thinking, oh, it's going to be such and such? We weren't sure. It depends on what they were judging it on. Um, depends if they were judging it on your heat final performance or the entire heat performance, but they're ju- going to judge it on points. And also who had the decision, whether it was going to be the judges or was it going to be production? Right. Um, we started to think if it's production who've got the choice, there's a reason they didn't want us in Carbide to go through to the grand finals in separate heats. So maybe we wouldn't get it if that was the case. Um, we had no idea, not not a clue. 
Uh, and nobody did really. Every, last year, everybody was quite confident that it was going to be Thor. Uh, this year, no one had a clue. I mean, there's not many left working really at this point, was there? I mean, uh... so yeah, everybody was going around the pits um, after all the heat finals had been recorded and just going, "Is your robot even working?" <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> that was. It was more a case of who was working at the end of it. Stick jellyfish back in there. Um, Sh- <laughs> Shane, I mean, what's, what's more to add to this heat final, really? No, um, it was pretty white luster apart from when Apollo died. But, yeah, it was great to see, like, Apollo getting underneath Carbide and saying Carbide off balance and seeing, like, Carbide turned into a windmill was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was doing some pretty funky uh, gyro dancing, wasn't it? I mean, uh, Anderson, yeah. much, more to, much more to add? Am I the only one who has something to say about Team Apollo's dance? I mean, that was, <laughs> that was pretty special. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I think that should be their secret weapon. Awful dancing. No. Um, that's how they, yeah. they won that series. What's wrong with our dancing? Yes. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. It's better than mine. It's better than mine. But, um, although I'm willing to audition. No, I'm joking. Uh, but anyway, in all honesty, yeah, if, if it was a short but sweet heat final again, um, yeah, seeing a, seeing a carbide do its little break dance is pretty fun um it was a sh- it was a shame really because i whilst there was a lot of hype put about these guys meeting again it, it didn't really you know it wasn't as good as let's say the grand final battle i mean that was a real good that was one of the best fights of last series if not the best fight of last series one of the best fights of the rebooted series and probably even of the whole of robot wars full stop so to for for, if, for these very quick short battles it was a bit of a shame but um at the end of the day, sorry, Dave, but the uh, the robot that performed better won in the end. Oh, so. definitely, yeah, quite easily. Yeah, I mean, and that brings us quite neatly to the end of the heat. I mean, Dave, obviously, you know, your crown's gone pretty much at this point. I mean, there's still a chance. You never there's know. Th- there's still a chance, but uh, as of right now, it's looking uh, in the air. But, um, I mean, how, how do you rate this heat? I mean, we'll start with you, Anderson, why not? Um, how do you rate this heat? Um, it's a good heat. Um, it, there was a, a bit of destruction, uh, some good battles, well-built machines, a nice mishmash of different styles and designs, uh, unique robots, uh, old veterans, old favourites, nothing really to complain about. Just a few of the battles are a bit too short for my liking. I mean, obviously, again, there's nothing you can really do about it. It's no one's fault. Uh, so, yeah, a good 7 out of 10, I'd probably give it if I had to give a rating. And Shane, I mean, you know, obviously it ended a bit early for you this time, but um, did you have first of all, did you have fun doing it? That's that's the most important thing, I guess. Oh yeah, it was great fun being up there in the freezing cold. That wasn't <laughs> so fun, but uh, like from watching it back, I've watched it since series two, um, and I've always wanted to go on it, so I've I've lived my dream now. So uh, now next one is to go on and win it. But yeah, it was. It was good heat, uh, like uh, Carl said, is quite short fights, which could have uh, maybe been a bit better, but it was great heat. Um, I would have rated it about seven as well. And uh, Dave, over to you. I mean, obviously, probably a bit rating a bit less than the uh, the grand final from last year, but I mean, uh, <laughs> how, how would how would you how would you well, sum it up? We didn't win, so minus five out of ten, probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, is that just for your dancing, Dave? No, probably. There's a lot worse dancing. There's a lot of other things that they haven't shown yet. 
Uh, <laughs> they're, they're just going to be on the cutting room floor, really. There's kind of um, one thing about the mist. Do you know the little walkway you have to do down, going down all the walkway yeah. lights? So we were pushing Apollo down. I think they do show a very quick clip of that one because me and Mark are laughing at each other. It's because Apollo had fallen off the trolley at first, halfway down the walk. So we um, put Apollo back on, stop pushing it down, and the cameraman uh, goes, oh, kick your legs up, do can-can or something like that just for a bit of fun. So we're like, all right. So I then kick my leg up, my shoe comes flying off, <laughs> skims over somebody's head, and then hits one of these tubes, breaks the tube, and it just goes bang. <laughs> the light goes off it as well. <laughs> I was hoping they were going to do that in, but they didn't. Uh, how did they not put that in? <laughs> Great. And Jonathan Pierce calls me Clueless Dave halfway through the episode. I don't know where he's got that idea from. <laughs> That's what I like about Team Apollo, about you guys, is because I mean, you're, you're going into this, you're reigning champions. I mean, you'd expect, you know, when someone's a reigning champion, there's expected to be some subtlety, some, some you know, wise guru knowledge. And there's you guys doing silly dances and kicking your shoes off at I think, you know, what, 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 it, what, it's, what it strikes as for me is like, you know, you take, you take your robot seriously, that's very obvious, but you don't take yourself seriously. And I think that's what it's all about. <laughs> it's, it's all about entertainment. It's, the whole point of the show is to be entertaining and have a laugh. And if, if we look like we're having a laugh and we look like we're enjoying it, then people will enjoy it more. Obviously, people like a bit of a serious side of it uh, and a good story from it. But it's always good to watch somebody having a laugh and enjoying themselves. People then laugh along. And if they can laugh at us instead of with us, then even better. Yeah, people. And that way also, I like to think also that it gives some up and coming roboteers the idea that they don't have to be serious or hands on to make something that's actually good in the competition. You can be entertaining as hell and silly and just, you know, be something completely wild and crazy and you will still, and, and there's still the potential that you will do well if that's what you want to do. This is it. You can always make a name for yourself by just being an absolute idiot on the TV. A lot of people have gotten <laughs> famous from doing that, so you don't need a good successful robot to do it. Just make an idiot of yourself and try and dance on telly. Works for us. There you go. And that brings us... Very neatly to the end of this, I have to give a massive thank you to both Dave and Shane. This has been an absolute pleasure to do, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks for asking us. Thank you. And and uh, myself and Anderson, we'll uh, we'll see you next week for the bit for the really bit. Well, no, not next week. The week after, because the golf's on next week. Are you going to do golf? I know. Can can how how good would Apollo be at golf? I have interest. See you over this golf on next week. <laughs> uh, to be honest, I don't think it'd work very well. I think the golf ball would be too small and light. I think it turns. Go a few feet in the air, but you never know. Let's give it a oh, go. Oh, can we get a golf match between Apollo and Mega Mouse? That would be pretty interesting to watch. Um, anyway, myself and Anderson will see you. Well, technic- yeah, technic games. I forgot about that. Um, so, myself and Anderson will see you in two weeks for the grand final. See you then. Bye bye. <laughs>